Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. Time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for the lust. Blindly passing, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul. For a chance to receive his mark Father God, we just thank you. We praise you again and again and again and even more for the days that we're in right now and for what is coming. And we praise you, Father God, for your refiner's fire, the challenges, the trials, and the different things that we go through in order to become a little bit closer to our Lord Jesus. And we just praise you, Father, for every opportunity that you have given. Revelation 6, which are well underway, and the Olivet Discourse, Father, we just praise you because we know that the things that we're going through are going to make us stronger, better, and more pure and more Christ-like uh, in the days that we have ahead of us. And, um, and Father, you know, regardless of whether or not you decide to extend an olive branch of mercy to the people of the world um, uh, and allow you know, the Republicans to take some power back in the United States, thus delaying a lot of the uh, evil uh, activities that are already in play, um, uh, you know, whether you take that route or whether or not um, you allow the forces of darkness to um, use fraudulent techniques to manipulate the vote once again and cause um, kind of like a, an emotional shockwave to shoot across this country. Whatever avenue we go, Father, we just give you all the praise. We thank you, Father, for knowing the things that we do know, uh, being able to prepare for the things uh, even that we don't know but can ante- anticipate. And we just, we just, Father, we just bow before you and just praise your name for every day that we're given the, the beautiful uh, opportunity to stand in that holy place and touch other people's lives uh, and um, maybe even bring a few more back with us uh, to the marriage supper of the Lamb. We just give you all the praise, honor, glory, now and forevermore, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. 
Well, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, we just got, you know, while the show is ramping up, um, this just came in. These are um, actual air raid sirens that um, are going off, or they actually just stopped uh, over in Japan. But it's the real deal. This is actually uh, film footage. Uh, Now, it's pretty static. Tomori Kato. That don't sound good, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, grab shelter, I bet it is. Now it's talking about like a missile going overhead. But anyway, um, yeah, that's some pretty creepy stuff. I wouldn't like that. But anyway, supposedly they were all told to take shelter and everything because uh, North Korea just shot a, uh, a missile. Uh, now, in, we know that they do that, but they've been going further and further. And I think even, I don't know which one it was, but I thought there was one that went completely all the way over Japan. Of course, that freaked them out and then uh, landed in, uh, you know, uh, down, down a ways. But anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Here we are um, uh, once again, um, wondering and waiting. Uh, times are quiet now. I mean, so, you know, depending on what news sources you might be feeding from, uh, you know, for example, here's here's one that says it's from the Daily Beast. Of course, they're part of the Western uh, lying media. And it says, final destruction, quote, Russia threatens Norway with ugly fallout. Well, um, no, they don't. <laughs> okay. Well, every single time there's one of these reports that's claiming that Russia, Russia is saying, you know, continuous threats regarding nuclear this and nuclear that, what they're doing is they're doing they, they, that's what they want everybody to believe. But ultimately, when you do some digging, you find out that they didn't actually say it quite the way that you know it's being implied. And 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 what the West is doing in their lying setup of Russia is uh, an outstanding job of really making them mad. Uh, 
Um, uh, and let's hope they don't push them too far because, you know, they, I know that that's what they want to do. Uh, but uh, let's just hope that they don't. And I certainly don't have any prophecies, dreams, or visions over the last 11 years that I've monitored and collected that said anything at all about Russia doing anything nuclear in the early part of, well, at all, really. The only Russian nuclear event that I have that's been prophesied, um, as a matter of fact, the, the actual, uh, yeah, so, never mind, I was going to get sidetracked on the sources of the ground-based nukes, but that's, we already know that that's going to be done by the uh, Black Ops or the uh, Global Santana Crime Syndicate, so it's going to be, uh, you know, the Obama, that are going to ultimately destroy this country, but they are going to eventually push Russia to the point where the final destruction, the the Revelation chapter 18, uh, see the shining sea, you know, burning of Babylon, the great in one hour, that there uh, is part of the sixth, believe it or not, Revelation 18 actually snaps right into the middle of the day of the Lord, which happens in the sixth seal back at Revelation 6.12. You know, it's that whole thing with um, you know, the sky will roll up like a scroll. You know, that's really kind of a metaphorical reference for a nuclear, a thermonuclear, you know, mushroom cloud. So anyway. Um, but no, there's no indication whatsoever that Russia does anything uh, nuclear wise in any of the inf- anything, you know for what it's worth over the 12 years, thousands and thousands of, well, I've collected so much, haven't seen anything about it. So I have no reason to believe that they will fall for the trick um, and, the, and the pushing and the shoving and everything. But one of the things I've noticed for sure is if I read any single um, uh, magazine, periodical, um, even the ones that are, you know, kind of like sort of maybe considered to be a little bit more, um you know, believable than, you know, the real trash. Uh, no, they, they're all singing the same song to the same degree. And it's all about Russia is, you know, threatening us continuously about dropping nukes on us and freaking everybody out. They want to do that. They want to get everybody as panicked as they possibly can. And of course, we know that the people in this country are incredibly gullible, probably more so than any other country out there. So anyway, um, praise God. So, um, you know, it's it's good to, to be, you know, thank you, Jesus, that we know these things. Um, you know, I, I can, I you know, I wouldn't bet on it. In other words, I wouldn't go running out and taking my life savings, which isn't a much, and, uh, you know, going to Vegas and betting that uh, there would be no nuclear event with Russia involved early on. I wouldn't bet on it. Uh, and that's simply because, um, you know, I, just because I didn't spot it in 10 years doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't some obscure uh, prophetic word or, or one that was full of so many different things, like the Chuck Young Brandt encounter that was full of so much stuff it's hard to keep track of all of it, and which is heavy, it was wrapped heavily around uh, Russian and Chinese invasions on the United States soil. Um, the thing I, I, I just have struggled with the Chuck Young Brandt vision. I, you know, maybe he didn't see things. I don't know, but I'm finding synergy issues with that and bunches of other ones. So I kind of hold that one at arm's length. Although I think a lot of it will probably come true, but just maybe not quite in the order or whatever that he thought he saw it in. One thing that's always true about prophecies, dreams, and visions is that the person who's experiencing it has time distortion. Uh, And so they'll say, well, in three weeks after the giant spaceship shows up in the sky, uh, you know, the barley harvest rapture is going to happen. Well, 
Maybe they're right, but I will I will say this as 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 far as I can remember, I don't I cannot remember not one, not one single prophecy, dream or vision that had a time range in it or an order of events in it. In other words, I I believe this happened first, this happened second, this happened third. It always turns out that anything that has to do with time uh 3 weeks later this that and the other thing will happen. Whenever I hear a time reference like that, even if it's a range of time or whatever, I I automatically put it way out on the shelf, and I don't, I'm not going to get hooked up on that. And the reason why is because when that event occurs, you know, our natural proclivity is going to be to look at the calendar and go, okay, we got until Thursday, and then we're going to get raptured out of here. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, and you know, we we'll get all excited. And and if that thing was actually in play at that point, which happens all the time, then we're going to be like, oh, no, my gosh, we're going to be devastated, right? Because we would have thought that we were out, would be out of here by now. So, um, I, again, I always recommend, even when I'm doing the shows and I read the various prophecies that kind of weave together and stuff until, uh, you know, give us a pretty good idea of what's coming and, you know, the things that will be going on around it and all that, uh, the events. We're watching the events. That's what we're doing. We Some of the events we don't have a, a time slot for, quite frankly. We don't know exactly when the jets are going to shoot the two tactical nukes at the Fordow Mountain facility in Iran. And look what's going on with Iran right now. Remember, you know, the, the friend of, you know, the, the enemy of my friend is my, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Okay, re, okay, so remember that, and that's what happened with Saudi Arabia just recently. Okay, so you got the, um, uh, you know, Biden goes over there, makes a complete entity out of himself, uh, really humiliating. Uh, the, of course, it played right in the hands of Russia. Uh, and, uh, you know, and it ricocheted, which I know the Antichrist is. That's exactly what he wanted to have happen. It was strategically made that way. He wanted to make Saudi Arabia mad. Now, Iran, uh, they believe, Saudi Arabia now believes that Iran is going to imminently attack them directly. All right, and um, and they're freaking out about it. I mean, they're like, oh my gosh, and they got all the supposedly. I guess they think they have a lot, enough evidence to make it highly credible, and they have supposedly brought it to the attention of the United States because the United States has been, historically been their great military protectorate. Okay, so isn't that ironic? So now suddenly you got the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia who's like palling up with Putin with OPEC plus. What that means is OPEC plus Russia. That's what that means. And uh, really making them angry, pissed them off real bad, and then um, then they cut the oil production, which was exactly the opposite of what. And then of course Obama's going, that worked perfectly. And then um, you know, but now you know. Anyway, so yeah, we're in a situation right now where we're just kind of watching. You know, everything is tenuous. It continues to get more tenuous. We we have a really good list of things that we know that are, like for example the Ronald Reagan, you know the whole Ronald Reagan Carrier Task Force is sitting over at the northern part, you know, and right on the edge of the North Korean Ocean. I, I guess that's what they are, the Bay of North Korea, whatever. There's a little area between South and North Korea where it's kind of like the cutoff line. They get all man, they get to be in their bonnet big time whenever anything crosses that little line they have there, you know, to, to demark where their uh, where their water begins. 
So anyway, long story short, they're making a big fuss. I'm not sure how much you're aware of what's going on with, well, you know that there was just a missile launch, but no surprise there. They are threatening to do another nuclear test, which, by the way, was told, uh, you know, even their utterance of that threat uh, was enough to have uh, the United States Homosexual um, State Department uh, say, oh, golly, I can't believe it. No way you're going to do that. We're going to blow up one of your aircraft carriers if you do that. I couldn't resist. But anyway, but yes, it's that's in play right now because we've got not just a few, you know, it's, we're not talking about like a missile here, a missile there. We're talking about 12 missiles yesterday, one that just flew over Japan tonight that scared everybody and put them in its shelters, and a direct verbal threat to pull out, uh, you know, go ahead and start restart their nuclear uh, de- underground testing program. Now, and then a direct threat from our state, from, you know, Babylon the Great State Department. Uh, saying, you know, you know, basically what they always say, you know, you better not or we're going to do really bad things to you. All right. And, of course, that always works. Uh, but anyway, um, so we've got all those things are still, conti- you know, and, of course, Russia's kind of ignoring the rest of the world. They continue to they – did, they did decide out of their kindness of their heart, and that's what it was. Uh, it certainly wasn't money motivated, believe me. There's just not enough money in that business. But um, uh, compared to – how much they got cut off on the oil and the LNG, but but the, uh, the yeah they're they're now re, uh, Russia is now stepping back up their grain supply shipments, so they're filling up these humongous uh, cargo ships full of grain and sending them over to countries that are hungry. You know they're especially. Um, Especially like Africa, they they are sending a lot of them to Africa, a lot of them to other parts of uh, Europe. Um, but anyway, um, they decided, you know, yeah, uh, the Ukrainian Nazis are trying to shoot our ships out of the water and destroy, you know, all the ships that pull up into the, um, uh, into the, uh, um, you know, the Odessa area. Um, but they said, no, nah, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and take our chances because they wanted to feed the world which is something that an Orthodox Christian country with a, you know, reasonably decent ruler or director or president or whatever you want to call them. The point is um, they're acting far more godly, and they know they are, they know they are, uh, than, uh, you know, whatever we've become. And I don't know whatever we've become. I, it's pretty sickening. Um, anybody who knows anything about what's going on in this country and what has been going on, in this country now for the last couple of years, uh, in its de- in its overt degradation, uh, even to the point of corrupting and doing horrible things to small children, uh, never mind the mass murder. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's you can't quantify it. All you can do is just try to not let it, you know, suck you into the pit of depression. Uh, this this is it's pretty bad. Therefore, for you do not know the day or the hour, blah, 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 blah. so we are watching. Oh, yes, we are watching. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Right, kids? Because us Jesus kids, we don't, we don't, we're not worried about any creepy uh, nuclear sirens going overhead, are we? <laughs> the other kids, you know, the kids make fun of you when you get all excited about incoming asteroids and things like that, or no? Oh, you like it? I got it. You like it when they do. I don't. I don't. I don't blame you. That's rewards in heaven. All right, praise God, kids. What did the little corn say to the mama corn? What did the little corn 
say to the mama corn? Where is pop corn? Where's pop corn? Kids, come on, where's the pop corn? Actually, I could go for some pop corn. I could go for some pop corn. I only have like 650 calories. I need to figure out how I'm going to stuff more stuff down. Whatever. All right, next one up, kids. Why was the baby strawberry crying? Why was the baby strawberry crying? Because her parents were in a jam. (laughs) In a jam, get it? See, more food jokes. What's up with all these food jokes? Oh, my gosh, they're all food jokes. Somebody was really, okay, kids. Why did the cookie go to the hospital? Why did the cookie go to the hospital? Because he felt crummy. <laughs> crummy cookie. Sounds delicious. Hope they're snickerdoodles. Kids, come on. All right. All right. And on that note, let's go ahead and go into the news. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? <laughs> It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, wrong. It's not normal. This is disturbing. <laughs> Game over. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, I got to watch out, man. The spam that is coming out nowadays is so sophisticated. You can get your machine hacked so doggone fast. You better watch your P's and Q's, folks. These guys are getting smart, and these spoofed emails look like the real deal. You got to look real careful. Yeah, see, this one's a Microsoft notification from email2.office.com. I'm highly suspicious that this is legit or not. I may have to actually look at the headers. But anyway, um, yeah, I wanted to bring up the reason I got on that track for a moment was just to let you know that I am aware that we have um, about two second dropouts that occur on the sound flow right now. Well, to my chagrin and sadness, um, Windows 11 people are at it again. Um, I can tell that they are making changes to the sound system because when I go to set up the radio show, more sound devices are suddenly starting to show up in the lists. They should have been there all along. But anyway, long story short, I'm seeing them do the changes. Uh, and uh, there's always residual problems. I won't get in all of it. Uh, there's a few blue screens that I had to deal with. But what they're doing is they're doing real-time changes. They, they, they're doing what's called Agile or DevSecOps or DevOps CICD programming, and they push. That's why they wanted everybody to go to 365. It's a subscription. And that way they can push the changes out into their you know, cloud, and then your uh, Microsoft Office that you pay you know, like $99 for the whole year for, for five people in your family, which is a really good deal, by the way, um, but they upgrade everything. So your Word gets upgraded, your PowerPoint gets upgraded, everything gets upgraded, your Excel. And so, but the problem is, they don't, you know, it's not like they warn you and say, on Tuesday, we're going to put out a blankety blanket that's going to change all these things. They, they just put it out. Okay, and then I, fortunately for me, I've been dorking around with this stuff like forever, since like Cowboys and Indians were <laughs> walking around. And, um, uh, yep, so I'm, I'm spotting the changes. It is unfortunately, and very sad to me, causing some 
two to three second occasional dropouts. Um, and I'm just going to have to believe and pray and such, uh, which is fine. You know, I'd love to have a magic button that I could press, but unfortunately it's not that simple. Um, and I, you know, I have the faith that they will fix it soon. Um, one thing is for sure, uh, when your machine blue screens, you get a patch pretty quick. When you get um, any of these kinds of weird things start happening and it acts bizarre, uh, they have been doing a good job getting the fix out pretty quick, you know, usually within a week to 10 days. But in the meantime, you're pulling your hair out and I don't have that much left. All right. Uh, so anyway, lots of fun. Sorry that, uh, you know, sorry about the dropouts. We're working on it. We're dealing with it, doing the best we can. But... We're unfortunately at the bottom of the I don't give a darn food chain kind of thing. All right. Now, this is amazing. Okay. Hold on a second. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, okay. Kids, 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 you got to put your hands. All all of you got to put your hands on your ears. Uh, no, no, uh, uh, hey, hey. Hey. Okay. All of you got to put your hands on your ears. All right. Uh, hey, uh, uh, hey. Hey. All right. I, okay, looks like okay, looks like everybody got their hands on their ears. Okay, so the next thing I'm going to play for you here, real quick, it, you may have heard it, and uh, that's cool if you did, um, and uh, you may not have. If you haven't yet, then it'll. Pro- I don't know what I am. I don't know. I'm just going to play it for you. So basically, this is a clip of Obama at a uh, Democratic rally, um, and he is. T- you know, trying to talk to the crowd, okay? And you're going to hear what happened while he was trying to talk to the crowd, okay? And uh, the kid's ear thing should give you a clue that it's, uh, you know, huh, it's um, it's a little, uh, you know, colloquial. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. All right, here we go. So this is actually happening. This actually did happen. Oh, man, Obama was absolutely... All right. So anyway, that was a commentator of that particular YouTube version of it. You could hear them saying, you know, let's go Brandon over and over again real loudly. I mean, uh, the thing that's interesting about when they, uh, you know, put clips like this up on the Internet is that the actual audio is not the way it sounds when you're in the in the you know, in the actual stadium. Uh, for example, you know, you're going to hear the person at the microphone real good, uh, but the people that are chanting in the background might sound a little quiet to you. But in reality, if you were actually in the, in the, um, the facility, uh, the people that were chanting in the background were a lot louder. Uh, it's, it, it's, I'm not going to get into the you know, technology behind all that and all the you know, acoustical dealies, but basic, basically that's just the, how it works because you know, you, it, there's a, a huge difference between the person standing at the microphone's volume as compared to the people that are shouting out the uh, colloquialisms. Uh, and anyway, I just think, I don't know, I don't like the Antichrist. I mean, I'll be perfectly frank with you. I don't like him. Uh, I don't. I'm trying to think. Well, no, Son of Perdition, the Beast. No, I'm pretty sure we're allowed to hate the Antichrist. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not even going to get into that because I, I have other things to do. Now, I hate demons. I hate Satan. I hate everything that they do, and that I know is a fact. Is in the Bible for us to do, and so I'm going to do it. 
And besides, they, they smacked me around so much between 2017, actually through the beginning of 2018, and uh, really just about a year ago. I'm still, uh, you know, dusting off some of that. Um, and, uh, and, and you know what? I, I'm, I, don't, I'm, I hope and I pray in the name of Jesus that I never stop being angry at those entities. Uh, because, you know what? It gives you a lot of motivation to put the extra effort into your spiritual warfare prayers and really stir up their... Uh, well, make their situation exceedingly bad. All right. Anyway, on that note, praise Jesus. Let's go ahead. I've got to keep my eyes on the time here because we're going to have Brother Sammy Mwangi joining us around 8 o'clock. Uh, he's having his 11th year anniversary. He, he, asked, he asked me to, to join him. And I, I was at first I was like, and then I was and then I realized, oh, he's going to be, want to record this and then probably publish it on Facebook and up on his website. And I'm like, I don't think he realizes that I'm, I can't be seen in public, you know, doing this radio show. I can't, my face can't be tied to it. Okay, it can't be because it'll be the end of everything. <laughs> They'll fire me so fast I'll be like barely able to turn my computer on and I'll have like this big red flashing sign that says, you're fired, you know. So anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But on that note, let's move through the rest of the story. No, news. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Fox News power rankings. Republicans expected to control the House, but both parties hold on to pathways to the Senate. So when you look at one of their, you know, electronic representations of the red and the blue seats in the House and the Senate, and you listen to them battle about it, um, it, it's, it's essentially a tied score um, for the Senate. And, and the Senate's really important to have power over. That's like ultra important because the House tosses ideas over the wall to the Senate. If it don't go past the Senate, it stops, right? So if you got control of the Senate, then the House can pop stuff over the wall as fast as they want to. And the Senate's going to go, if they're both part of the same party, the Senate's going to go ratified, 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 and you can get a lot done. Which, of course, is what every, you know, all the GOP and all, all that kind of stuff the Republicans are hoping for. And pretty much the majority of the evangelical churchianity Christians that are out there, you know, hoping that Trump's going to get beamed by Captain Kirk directly back into the Oval Office. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So anyway, let's move on to the next headline. Republican Party is bracing for Trump indictment soon after Election Day. Funny that it mentions that Republicans are. It says Republican aides and strategists privately expect Attorney General Merrick Garland, Garland to pursue an indictment of former President Trump within 60 to 90 days after the no- November 8th Election Day. Predicting the window for, for per- prosecution, Trump will close once the 2024 presidential campaign gains momentum. Now, I don't really understand what this is saying. We'll close once. Uh, I don't know if it means he's going to try to drag out the whole thing or there, you know, and could be. I mean, one thing that's true about Trump and Trump's attorneys is they are very, very, very good at, you know, playing the game of the system. You know, they know how to delay things and get appeals and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, uh, and, you know, and even get an audience with the Supreme Court pretty quickly. So praise God. Thank you, Jesus. What's going to happen? We don't know. we got to watch. You know, November the 8th is a big, big deal. And I explained on the last show why it is and ought to be a big deal for any of us who are excited 
about how soon we might be leaving this alien demon infested rock. All right. Amen. Um, and um, and, uh, you know, so uh, but as long as we're here, we occupy, we serve Jesus, we bring people in. We, we you know, uh, help the widows. We visit the orphans. We love each other um, and we pray for one another. We use spiritual warfare to help one another and ourselves. And um, and and we tarry. You know, praise God. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. The Hill reports, and this is a little bit older of a report, but it, it's, um, I think it's worthy to remember. This goes all the way back to May, but I wanted to bring it out again just to people's attention, because how quickly do we forget? Joe Biden's Ministry of Truth. The Biden administration, Department of Home and Department of Homeland Security announced this week that it has launched what is being dubbed as the Disinformation Governance Board to combat misinformation. Now, without going into all the blah, blah and who's who in the zoo and all that kind of stuff, uh, let's just simply acknowledge the fact that this country has been sold down the tubes. If it can't, if all this, all these enactments and acts and such, uh, and I forgot to mute my uh, Intel Slava Z off my uh, Telegram channel, so let me go ahead and mute that for a second. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to. There we go. All right. So anyway, it's very important for us to recognize that all of the building blocks that needed to be established, selling out the United States to the World Economic, I'm sorry, the uh, Health, World Health Organization, all, all that, uh, the United Nations Treaty for how they're going to deal with pandemics. They have some long official name for it, of course. But the point is, you know, all the building blocks that are necessary to jettison this country to utter destruction very, very rapidly, never mind the approach of this supposedly um, cataclysmic um, uh, exhaustion of all um, diesel fuel, supposedly the week of Thanksgiving, say, and Monday. And again, like I said before, we got to really watch our P's and Q's because a lot of times people take things as a snapshot in time. They look at all their tickers, they look at the supplies, they look at, you know, they figure it out and they say, okay, as of this date, uh, you know, it's going to be the end of the world, you know, for the United States. The petrodollar is going to collapse, shipping industry, the train industry, the, you know, the truck industry, everything is going to collapse. They're not going to be able to do, you know, power for your houses. The whole thing is going to be a ripple effect. It's going to topple the petrodollar. That's basically the claim. The question is, does more diesel come in? And that, you know, and God is in control. So we're going to have to wait and see if that turns into something ugly. It would kind of not be especially enjoyable to uh, have your Thanksgiving uh, in like 99 degree, uh, 105% humidity inside of a house in Florida. But anyway, um, I don't know. You know, there's just something in my spirit and I don't know why, but I don't feel like it's going to happen um maybe at some point but i just some i don't know why i don't am i just flat out wrong well maybe i am and i certainly have enough of those candy dot crows uh the licorice crows to last me like three lifetimes because you know you have to speak between each handful of licorice dot crows uh it takes about oh i don't know 20 minutes of Picking your teeth to get the dog on licorice. I mean, it sticks in giant blobs. Those are the most sticky candies that were ever created. How about kids? And not all you guys like the black licorice so much, do you? Huh? Come on. Oh, all right. Now you're coming out of the woodwork. 
Uh, but I do. <laughs> Ministry of the Truth, man. That's some creepy stuff right there. Wonder if they'll be able to get rid of that. I don't know. We'll have to see. Or what? Or maybe nothing happens. Maybe all the fraud continues to happen just like it always is, same as it ever was, same as it ever was, same as it ever was. And we're, you know, it's Groundhog's Day. And, you know, um, oh, anyway. So we'll just. Reason? I just don't feel like that's going to happen. But we'll see. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Daily Beast reports the Democrats sound the alarm over the Republicans' new stop the steal threats. Now, this is almost I, I, I don't even know how to express how ridiculous this all is. I mean, it's it's now the Democrats are claiming that the Republicans Republicans are going to commit fraud. I mean, I mean, really. Um, I, I just really don't know how much of your gray matter would have to be scraped out of your head by uh, Hannibal Lecter for you to be get to be able to get to the intellectual capacity of a pine needle, because that's about where you have to be to believe this baloney. But anyway, it's it's just absolutely astonishing. Praise God. And next one up, uh, Timothy Bordachev. Uh, says that Western hegemony is coming to an end and the world is about to enter a very dangerous period. And it's talking about all the things that are going on right now. And, of course, in this particular case, it shows a picture of the, um, uh, you know, Statue of Liberty underwater. Um, Interestingly, that's actually going to happen. So um, there are many prophecies, dreams, and visions that show that. Um, but that should be long after the barley harvest, uh, first watch, first fruits, uh, bride of Jesus Christ is, uh, you know, having Andy Scandies at the wedding supper for guessing things right. Jesus is a, I got it right. Andy Scandies over here. You know, he hit you right in the head and you're like, ow. Anyway, um, next one up. Praise God. Suspicious fertilizer plant fire adds to fears that America's food um, food supply infrastructure is being targeted. Now, I'm going to read this again. Try not to rip out your eyeball and throw it on the ground and squash it. I know that it's that frustrating to hear this, but tr- hang in there. Nose, shrimp, forks, put them back, put them back. Don't rip out your spleen yet. But let's just listen one more time. Suspicious fertilizer plant fire adds to fears that America's food supply infrastructure is being targeted. You're good. (laughs) Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. All right, so praise God. So they're hitting fertilizer facilities. No surprise there. I'm sure they haven't stopped hitting the food facilities. I'm sure there 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 isn't anything that's not out of their target zone. Uh, they are, you know, all these things are necessary. Um, pestilence, famine, these are worldwide events. The things that Jesus warned us about in the Olivet Discourse are worldwide, and they do include the United States of Babylon the Great. And and you know what? It's going to wake a lot of people up. A lot of people that are, you know, Christians, either capital C Christians or little C Christians, or they're deceived by the seven mountains and all the lying pillow prophets. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's all progressing forward very, very quickly. And will these kinds of things stop? 
if the Republican Party takes over the House and the Senate. I would submit that they will not stop. Yeah. So to some degree, the Global Satanic Crime Syndicate will continue to move forward as quickly as they possibly can while the Republican uh, uh, you know, uh, ruled uh, House and Senate in the United States of Babylon the Great uh, tries its doggondest to reverse you know, the stuff that's happened. But it's so much. It's so much. Praise God. So anyway, we'll just have to wait and see how it all un- unfolds. Praise God. And it's right around the corner, so hallelujah. All right, next one up. Pennsylvania's Secretary of State says that there will be delays in counting the 2022 midterm votes. And they're talking about the mail-in votes and blah, blah, blah. And they're really, you know, it, it may be a part of a, part of a massive setup associated with, um, you know, more fraud. Um, uh, but, you know, again, at the same time, I'm convinced there's going to be massive fraud. Whether they pull it off, you know, adequately or not, I don't know. I mean, nobody knows but God. Our Father knows. And if our Father wants the stuff to progress forward at the highest rate of speed possible, he's going to leave the Antichrist right right where he is. He's going to leave the roving, uh, you know, reptilian, black-eyed, demon-possessed, poop-his-pants entity that refers to itself as Biden – Continue, believe it or not. I know it's hard to believe that anybody, even the Democrats, would want to see that entity come back in there. I, I, it's, it's absolutely astonishing to consider it. But can't – oh, oh hmm. I, I'm not going to mention – but, folks, I could name names, and it's absolutely horrific. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. The United States has nothing left to offer the entire world. The American model is now about maintaining Washington's global dominance. Who said that? Putin did in an address. And so guess what? Was he right? He is right. Um, you know, so again, it's just kind of the same as it ever was, really, when you think about it. Every single dribble, every tiny little drip of every syllable of whatever sound you think you're hearing from any uh, news source in the West, including Fox. And, and while Tucker Carlson might come pretty close to understanding things and maybe leave a lot of stuff out that he knows, but just to keep his job, he doesn't dare tread, you know, in that direction. Maybe he knows where, what his limits are. Who knows? All I can say is, really, at the end of the day, I'm definitely not paying $100 a month more so I can listen to his 60-minute, you know, uh, show about stuff. I, we're already three day, you know, we're already three weeks ahead of uh, of Tucker Carlson's revelations most of the time. So there's really no point in spending the extra money. I'm I'm just glad he's doing what he's doing because at least a few people will wake up. Praise God! And it just goes to show you that nothing overcomes the greed of a reptilian. Nothing overcomes the greed of a reptilian. That's why Tucker Carlson still has a show. Because he's making them a lot of money. And even though he's saying things that they don't like, they don't care because they absolutely love, love money. All right. And besides, there's so many others that don't agree with them. It just, you know, they're, they, they just shrug their shoulders and go, well, he, you know, it isn't going to matter. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Trump's secret files at Mar-a-Lago are more dangerous than we thought, according to the people that are doing the investigation at this time. And it lists out, you know, various groups and such and this, that, and the other thing. But bottom line is, uh, supposedly, um, you know, there's a lot – There's a, the controversy that existed or, or was claimed to exist at the time they went in is – 
many, many, many times a magnitude. Hundred, you know, I, don't, I don't know how many times a magnitude, but many times a magnitude less. I'm sorry, more significant. So they say. So they say. Um, uh, than they were at the initial, you know, visit. All right. Now, all that being said, that's why so many of the Republicans are coming out publicly and saying that they do believe that there will be a grand jury. They do believe that Trump will be indicted after the election. They're they're estimating two to three weeks. So we'll see. We don't know. Maybe it won't. You know, all of his cards very, very well. Um, Now, all that being said, it also has to do with what our Heavenly Father wants. Okay, the king's heart is in the hands of the Lord, Proverbs 21.1. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. Our Father does. So our Father is in charge. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Al Jazeera News reports same-sex marriage has become legal across the entire statewide nation of Mexico. Mexico. So now we have another entire country that has taken the dive to follow after, um, you know, Babylon the Great. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but God is in control. How bad this can get before we leave, folks? I don't think, I think it's limitless. All right, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Next one up. United Nations warns that the planet is heading for a climate catastrophe. And, of course, they give their, their math and they, they give your, their projected dates that they think it's going to be too much and blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, we know that there is climate change. We know that we know exactly what it is. We know why it's there why and what it's happening. We know where it is in the Bible. The sign of the Son of Man, Matthew twenty four twenty nine. It's planet X. And so that solves all the riddles, all the phenomenon, all the odd things going on in the solar system, every single weird, uh, you know, uh, earth change going on here on this planet, all of it, all of it. That's what happens when you have, at the very minimum, just a single rogue planet close enough to yours. But what happens if it's a whole failed star system with five planets, right? Yeah, and a brown dwarf, which happens to be like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times more magnetic than any other type of a planetary object out there. Minus 243 degrees Fahrenheit requires infrared to be able to see it, which is why the Vatican VAT telescope on Mount Graham Graham has the new, well, relatively new, Lucifer infrared attachment so they're able to see the coming of their minor gods who they worship by the way all right praise god thank you jesus next one up all right charisma news reports election day plays host to a blood moon what does the bible say about them and of course they go through the traditional dialogue that they are usually heralding the blood moon is normally heralding some spooky dark events that might be coming um and uh you know what maybe so the question is, what does it mean? What's spooky to who? It depends on who's looking. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you know, again, I, like I said, I, my my personal belief is that, you know, God's going to allow things to continue to progress. Uh, I don't know. I just don't have a, I just have a funky feeling that there's going to be a massive fraud event. And it's going to stir up a lot of ugly. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Wheat prices drop as Russia returns to the Ukraine grain deal. Okay, so like I said, um, they got pretty angry that the uh, Ukrainian Nazis were trying to shoot, you know, sink their ships. 
um, they, you know, the the United States of Babylon the Great and NATO through NATO uh, as proxies are, and now um, there are boots on the ground. So the 101st Airborne is actually on. Uh, the land in the western part of the Ukraine. And a lot of people are making a fuss about that, and they're saying, oh, well, that means it's definitely World War III. And I'm like, no, nah, man. Here's the thing. <laughs> there have been American special operations and CIA personnel involved since, like, day one, okay? And I know that because I've seen uh, the Russian Federation soldiers picking up their uh, government IDs. Okay, you know, when they would have a, a shootout or whatever and mortars are flying back and forth and then the Russian Federation would go in to clean it up. All right. They've already evacuated the people through their evacuation corridors, which were getting shot at by the Ukrainian Nazis so they could blame it on Russia. It's just what's been going on since day one. So but I've seen all the I've seen the CIA badges I are, you know, the, the, the ID cards. I've seen the uh, special ops and military, the, all that stuff. Um, and it's been since day one. So the folks out there that are making a big deal about the 101st Airborne, it only has like 500 people. Like, what is that compared to 300,000 that, you know, Russia has called up ultimately and more than that, really, that are on hand. OK, so, yeah, it's it's so this is out of the kindness of Russia's heart that they decided to go ahead and take the risk uh, that their ships might be shot at shot at by these Nazis. And uh, they decided that the delivery of the grain to the starving countries was far more important than um, the potential or the risk of one of their ships getting sunk, which I think is pretty noble. Anyway, um, that being said, we move on. Hallelujah. Moscow calls on nuclear big five to reject provocations involving uh, WMDs. So, of course, they're showing that I think, believe it's the B-61-2 uh, tactical nuclear missile. Uh, it's about the same size as, a, as an SM-2 missile made by Raytheon. Might be the same missile, give or take. Uh, and they're showing them rolling them across a, um, you know, a military base. Uh, you know, and, and what they're doing is they're taking these and swapping them out for all the older nuclear missiles that are sprinkled across the European Union. Uh, and, uh, you know, in the midst of all that happened, Russia is still trying, begging, hey, you know, let's perestroika, let's reduce the, the you know, let's come to an agreement, let's, you know, and instead we're just beefing them up, putting more, you know, more powerful, more state-of-the-art nuclear uh, missiles all over Europe to do exactly the opposite of what Russia is trying to do, which is to draw peace and allow them to finish what they got to take care of, the threat that they have facing them and have had facing them ever since the United States made up their mind that they wanted to take over the Ukraine, and they put this Zelensky animal into power, knowing that he was a Nazi. All right, so that's pretty sick and twisted. Don't even get me going on the bioweapons labs and all the other things that they found over there. It is really horrific. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. United States forces now on the ground in the Ukraine. So they're reporting it all over the place, making a big deal about it. United States military personnel are now on the ground in the Ukraine, keeping track and inspecting weapons. The United States has shipped to Ukrainian forces. Senior defense officials announced during a Pentagon back, pentagram background briefing on Monday. Okay, and that's actually accurate. And this came from uh, military news. Uh, so let's move on to the next. Praise Jesus. Here we go. North Korea, South Korea fire multiple missiles across the maritime border for the first time. Now that is significant. Across the maritime border? <sighs> 
I mean, really, the only thing that's left is them to just raise up the missile launchers a couple of degrees, and they're, they're going to be at full-blown war. And that's probably right around about the time that the uh, Ronald Reagan will sink. If it's to Ronald Reagan and they don't swap out the uh, carrier force, the task force. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. This is unbelievable. True the Vote founders have been placed in jail for contempt of court. True the Vote founder and president, Catherine Engelbrick, uh, makes a point during a presentation on the ballot trafficking at the Arizona State House. It uh, goes on, but I'm going to cut to the chase on the, on the report. So basically what happened was the U.S. Marshal detained Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, the two stars of 2,000 Mules. They, they are the experts that were able to pull all the data together that specialize and even travel around the world and help other countries determine whether or not there was fraud in the vote. So they're that expert. Well, they helped create the 2,000 Mules thing with uh, D'Souza, you know, leading the way. And uh, it it just didn't have the widespread – it should have changed the minds of every single American. Every single one of them should have seen it, even if, by, even if it was by force. But anyway, so um, – but unfortunately, that's not what happened. It was exactly the opposite. Hardly anybody saw it. And now they come up with a reason to put the two uh, experts on voter fraud in jail. So what a surprise there. I mean, I'm just absolutely shocked to imagine that someone that, you know, that was telling the truth would go to jail. Man, that's perplexing. Next one up. Putin parades new missile nightmare and latest warning to the West. Of course, they make it out like, uh, oh, no, they're going to. Listen, it says Russia has deployed missiles to Belarus in what is likely a desperate attempt to imitate uh, or I'm sorry, intimidate the West while it forces uh, while its forces flounder into Ukraine, according to a new intelligence report. This is bunk. That's why I just had to put it in here just to show how to, the links that the mainstream media in the West goes to to try to make everybody think that Russia's new hungry. <laughs> it's like absolutely the opposite. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. High alert after Saudi Arabia warns of imminent Iranian attack. And so they're like, hey, 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 uh, you know, I know we did this, that, and the other thing, but we need your help now. And so now at first, you know, they're friends with Russia. Now they're friends back with us because they want our help and yada, yada, yada. Because you know what? If, if the attack is going to come in from Iran, while well, Iran is a major, uh, uh, um, you know, ally of Russia, right, the Russian Federation troops, right? So uh, Saudi Arabia can't go to Russia for help from a, th a threat from Iran. They have to come to us. Isn't that weird how they, it's like they're bouncing off the walls kind of a thing? So, yes, but they're freaking out. They're literally freaking out right now. It's a big, big deal. Anyway, on that note, praise God, uh, we are almost at the 8 o'clock hour. Let me go ahead and see if Brother Sammy Mwangi has connected. It looks like he has. Uh, and let's go ahead and bring him on for his testimony real quick, and then we'll jump over and bring on uh, Sister Elena. Praise Jesus. All right. So um, I see that uh, Sister Elena has not called into the show yet, uh, which is cool. Uh, and uh, we'll go ahead and bring on Sammy real quick, and, um, and then that'll give uh, Elena plenty of time to dial in. Praise Jesus. All right. So here we go. Brother Sammy, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, John. Can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you now. Yes, you sound good. Okay, good, good, good. Thank you so, so much. Um, 
I'm so happy, John, to be back to the radio and just to share a little bit about what's going on with Fight International. Um, the purpose actually today, I wanted to thank God together with you and our listeners because on Monday, Pipes uh, celebrated 11 years of God's faithfulness, 11 years of holistic transformation. And I thought, what a wonderful thing to do uh, this week just to come and thank the people and uh, give some quick updates on what God has been doing in this amazing journey, the amazing journey of growth. And John, you know, uh, Tribulation Now Radio and yourself, you're part of this journey. You know how we, you get to know us, uh, divine you connection. You have to hide my face. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> brother, you, here's the thing. I, I could come up and put put a Tribulation Now logo up there, but I can't put mm-hmm. my face up on that screen because if that hits the public yeah. arena, gets on social media, I'm a dead man. I will be coming mm-hmm. to yes. your house, knocking on the door and saying, do you have a little piece of bread for an old friend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, man. You know, it, yeah. you have to – what I do for a living is, is you know, security. You know, it's security. It's a, it's a, yeah. They don't let people in my profession talk about the stuff that we talk about on this radio show, if you know what I mean. Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, well. But, but we thank you. Thank you for all the help uh, through these years, you know, the connection through Gene, just an email. I think initially it was just a request for prayer. And I believe that God put a burden in you. And after we spoke and you gave me an opportunity to speak on radio, there are so many people who started supporting us. You know, it just started um, a small little by little. And before we knew it, uh, with a small school in Congo, with a handful of kids, before we knew it, we are adding class by class and kids were increasing. Actually, John, you know, we usually have about 600, 650 uh, students. Uh, but last month, they got all these kids that came to the school. It got to 800. And we were asking them, how did you bring all these kids? We don't even have enough desks. We don't have places for them to sit. And they said, but we could not turn them away. You know, these, you know, these kids are from extremely difficult backgrounds. Uh, you know, there's fighting going on in Congo right now with the M23, the militia group. I wanted to take over the government, and so some of these kids are running away from other places, and they come to Goma, a little safer right now, and they, they come to our school and get an opportunity. But but we thank God that there's a safe uh, place that kids can gather together um, uh, for prayer, that kids can be comforted from all the things they go through in Congo and that region. So much fighting going on, but, you know, we, by God's grace, we still have seen uh, God's hand as we help all these different people. And so starting from Congo in a little way in 2011 and then moving on to Rwanda, to Burundi, uh, to Kenya and to Pakistan. Uh, 2016, we went to Pakistan and other different countries, you know, Vietnam, Mauritius, Thailand. But uh, mainly uh, where our work is situated now on an ongoing basis is five countries, which is DRC, Congo, Rwanda, Burundi, Kenya, and Pakistan. And this, those other places we go and do short trainings and short mission trips. But in those five countries we are situated, I just came from Pakistan last month. We had a huge gatherings. I think, John, I shared with you some pictures. You know, it's amazing. Revival, revival is coming. Revival has come, and I think... Uh, as people preach the gospel, the Bible says this gospel will be preached to the whole world for a witness to every nation, 
and then the end will come. So people have no excuse that we didn't hear the gospel. You know, we are sharing the gospel everywhere. You know, whether we need to be protected or not, uh, we, we are sharing the gospel and we are seeing fruits happening. There were so many people coming to the Lord, we couldn't even uh, account for the numbers. Uh, and, and for us, you know, numbers are not so important because it's, it's the, God changes the hearts of men and women. So what we are doing now is to make sure that those people giving their lives to Christ, they can get to our discipleship books, which are in different languages, and they can start to study together in a group and start to grow in Christ, and they become disciple makers themselves. So whether they go and do um, underground churches in places where they are difficult, like Pakistan, but they start winning souls to Jesus. So it's been an amazing journey. I want to thank everybody who has participated this far and continue to pray for us. Uh, most of the people that we started with have continued. Um, a number of people, not necessarily in 2011 or 12, but most of the people who support us do it for a long time, which is very important because you are able to see the fruits, you are able to see the changes, you can account for the things that you've done, whether the school in Goma now with 800 kids or the school we are building right now in, in uh, Iji Island, right in Lake Kivu, where these kids were saying, help us like you helped the other kids. And by God's grace, we started. We haven't finished yet, but uh, we have done three classes. The other three classes are almost complete. We need a little more finances. But we thank God so much. John, today I spoke to somebody uh, who also I met through this radio and I had scheduled a call with him and he was asking me, what is the immediate need? And I told him, you know, you'll have to choose between trying to helping us to finish the school or uh, 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 doing a well, a borehole in Kenya where these uh, animals are just dying among the Maasai because it hasn't rained in parts of Kenya for two years. Two years, that's a long time. And uh, those who listen to the news, I know you've had stories where 109 elephants have now died within the last... This is huge. Elephants just falling down and dying like that because there's no water. And what we are doing now among the Maasai, we want to do a big borehole and distribute the water around there and also have a water, uh, kettle watering place. So they will just bring their cows, whether it's five miles or 10 miles, they can bring there and have their cow watered as they graze around. So, and this man said um, he's going to help us halfway uh, doing this well. It's going to cost about 20000 He just promised us he's selling a property and he'll give us part of the money, $10,000. And, and we're just saying, God is so good. We're just starting our 12th year and miracles are already starting. And I can't wait to see that a borehole, that well done and people receive water, and they come and, and they feed their animals. And it's, it's been very difficult, John, when you see all these animals dead and, and uh, all you see the, the people selling a goat for $1. I saw that in a market because they don't know what to do because if they don't sell them off, they're going to die. And it's just so painful. But by God's grace, as we minister the gospel, as we see people being saved, we also want to help them in ways that God is helping us. So, John, thank you so, so much. Continue to pray for us. Continue to advocate for us. And I want to thank every listener who listens to uh, Tribulation Now and who is a friend of John in one way or the other. Thank you for all your support. We thank you so much. Uh, this is Pastor Samuel Mwangi International. As John says, P-I-P-E-S, like pipes of water, pipesinternational.org. 
thank you once again. Well, thank you so much, Sammy. And um, yeah, I'm, 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 it, it's been, it's been an amazing 11 years. It's been an amazing 11 years. The, the coincidences, which were aren't coincidences, the supernatural, um, you know, way that we ended up bumping into each other, you know, and uh, you know, every little piece of it is just, you know, just an amazing story, a journey really uh, that has led to absolutely incredible things that that uh, Pipes has done uh, all over. I mean, you know, with a primary uh, focus, of course, in uh, Central. Africa, but um, wow, Pakistan and all sorts of different parts of parts of the world, and um, it's just it's it's an incredible story that that I, I like I said one of my favorite things is the fact that you put together those books in so many different languages about discipleship evangelism, teaching people how to talk about Jesus to other people because that's. That's everything. It's the key. It's how you sustain the work that you all have been doing over there. If you just hand them a Bible, pat them on the head, and send them along their way, they're not going to keep on doing it. And, um, you know, and so uh, what an anointed uh, idea that was. And I can only imagine, um, you know, really, there's just no way to even begin to understand the amount of people's lives that have been touched and continue to be touched and, and knowing of Jesus and, 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 touching so many other people in Lahore. Oh, my goodness, what a dangerous place that was. I mean, praise God for all of the work that you you and your team has done. And, folks, please don't don't forget, most importantly of all, I mean, unbelievably important, words cannot describe, pray. Pray for their teams because they are not going to friendly places. They're going through areas of the world that most of us would be scared to death to even think about going into. And let me tell you, if it wasn't for the hand of God being on them and the angels, they probably would have run across some pretty bad events that the Lord Mm is, you know, uh, help them get through supernaturally. So pray. All right. Praise God. But um, Pipes International, P-I-P-E-S, like Pipes in the House, International dot org and um you know what wait pay, you can pay through paypal the money goes directly over to them you don't have to worry about somebody skimming it off the top and some kind of a crooked you know board of directors and everything this is this is a thank you jesus for the technologies that we have today that we'll be able to touch people directly with our contributions and not worry about you know somebody going and buying a jumbo jet with it so anyway thank you thank you brother sammy for all that you have done god bless you and we so appreciate that you took the time to come on and give us an update as well thank you so much god bless you all right we'll talk soon we'll talk soon all right um praise jesus all right and so on that note let's go ahead and bring on sister elena who's been having some uh interesting technological challenges trying to dial into the radio show so uh that could be due to some strange twin asteroid that has smashed into the other side of the sun causing a massive coronal mass you know mass uh, ejection okay and it's taken out the satellite systems all around the world which is a precursor to the you know uh the russian nuclear attack that we all know is going to happen any second now right wrong <laughs> hopefully you've been paying attention anyway on that note praise jesus let's go ahead and bring on sister elena
Elena, are you there? I am here. Can you oh, hear good. me? Oh, good. You're sounding good. Your audio, yeah, your audio is strong and clear, uh, which is nice because we have been having some. Hello? Oh, I can't hear you. You sound great. Oh, you no. sound great. I'll tell you what. What do you mean you can't hear? You can't hear me now? I can can't. you hear me now? Yeah, now I can't. Can you hear now me now? Now I can't. Yes, you can hear me now. I can hear you. you because I got some Verizon phones I got to sell, and you better hear me now. <laughs> <laughs> I got this Motorola model here from Verizon. I've got another Mitsubishi model over here, and one of those Google Pixel phones that nobody wants. And you got to buy some. <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> I can hear you, finally. Yeah, I'm, I've had some techno issues today. You can hear me, though, clearly. Can you hear me? Oh, Father in Jesus' name, I'm just asking you to protect this phone call. Wonderful. I can't hear you, though, and you're cutting in and out. Anyway, so how have you uh, been? How have you been? Good. Good. No, I've been fine. Good, good. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's... It depends. I'm a moody guy, you know. That you know, I'm a roller coaster ride, you know, emotional sponge type of a person, and you know, that's just how I am. You know, it depends. You know, I I, I hit times where I've had about as much end times apocalyptic ugly as I can take. Enough uh, LGBT, LMNOP, you know, mutilate, <laughs> mutilate, right, mutilation right, right. stuff that you hear about the little children in school. I, you know, that stuff that's upsetting. It's pervasive. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I know. Even in the the special needs classes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Think about this. And people have said this to me before. I didn't invent this notion. Anyone who doesn't think God is merciful has no idea (laughs) what's going on in this country right now. Because... If I was God, I would have vaporized this planet a long time ago, which is why I'm not going to be God. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll be fortunate and blessed well. enough to make it into the uh, uh, the barley harvest. But, yeah, no, it's like I understand God's mercy and I praise him for it. But, boy, let me tell you, about 8, 9, 10, probably 10 years ago when I started understanding intimately the kinds of things that have happened to you, you know, in the SRADID world and the kinds of things that, that when you get, when you wake up to that stuff, you know, woodpecker crates and, you know, electrocuting little babies and all the creepy weird stuff. Right. You, do, you know what? Forget it. You, you, you'll lose your mind. If you have any kind of a heart at all, you will literally have a nervous breakdown. You, it's not so the, the stuff that's in the book, Transformation of America. I thought I was going to read that I book and just be like, wow, I'm going to learn. No, you're I not. couldn't do it. <laughs> no, couldn't no, it. no, I couldn't either. I, but at the time when I read it, I didn't know that I was SRA. I could only get through a few pages, and I was just so dizzy. I couldn't. And at first I thought it was because the material was so disgusting. I mean, the material is horrible. And it was uh, very I, disgusting. I, and, oh, no, it was terrible. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Not good. Anyway. So yeah, it's been a it's been a tough month for for me. And on that note, Johnny, I'm going to go ahead and give my very opinionated opinion. We're a nation under judgment. I, I think you'd have to be blind not to see it. So, but God is merciful. So He's rolling it out slowly. And uh, I believe that this could be turned around. But I 
I don't see it happening. I, I see it getting worse and worse and worse. And um, me too. All you got to do is look at the destabilization of this country. You know right away what's happening. I mean, they are destabilizing wherever they can. And this is a uh, just right out of the French Revolution playbook. But, you know, the month I've had this month has been so epically horrible. But, you know, I'm here and I'm good. You know, made it through. I'm an overcomer. That's what we are. We're overcomers. So, and, and how can we be called overcomers if we haven't overcome anything? So, I mean, American Christians, we think we're all supposed to just have it so, you know, peachy keen all the time. Everything's supposed to be wonderful. And if, if it's not, well, then there's sin in your life. Which is just not the truth. It's just just not the truth at all. If you're engaged on any level, you know, warfare, intercession, missions trip. Um, oh, and by the way, your fellow that was on, I can, I don't know how I'm going to follow and act like that. Amazing. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I believe we're under judgment, and I believe it's it's um, being rolled out. Slowly, but when that thing snaps, when when the Lord's finally had enough, we just all better duck because you know He is patient. And it, it, you know, there's even a scripture that says, well, "What's taking so long? Why is He taking so long? Yeah, He's not coming back." That's because He's patient. So, um, in every battle, every single battle that we have, there's yet another lesson. And I've had several battles to wellness on my own level, personal level. But then <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's been kicked up a couple notches, and I'm going to tell you about it because although it might sound a little bit whack, no, say it's not true, Elena. <laughs> it, it, it's happening. It's happening, and I saw it, so let's just dig in. Um, October is a battle month. For any follower of Jesus Christ, the devils think that this is their this past month is their month, and it's not. It's not. But in our temporarily enemy occupied world, occupied world, we are aware that the month of October means a lot to the darkness. Um, it's the ancient paganism of the fallen angels. They demand from their followers blood and guts. At the end of every October, it's horrible. And like we just talked about, I have no desire to provide the nitty-gritty details on the rituals, the sex rituals, the sacral. If you want to learn about that, go on Telegram. All you got to do is put in the search bar, you know, what it is you're looking for, and you will get plenty of information. I don't really feel that that is um, what the Lord would have me do. So, I mean, the word says it's shameful even to mention what the disobedient do. And the audience that that was written to knew full well the brutality of, of occult practices and the neighboring um, pagan uh, practices. Anyway, what happens in real life is, is far worse than what you'd ever see in Hollywood. So... Um, and, and I think we should all ask ourselves, why is almost every single movie anymore have to do with, you know, blood and guts, fighting, death, 
uh, science fiction with all these fantastic monsters, parallel dimensions. Science fiction has gotten so far out of control. They're telling you the truth now. <laughs> They're just flat out telling you. Um, and, and as far as your horror movies, why anybody would want to watch that, I don't know, but some people like to scare themselves. Not a single one, not a single one shows the reality of the power of Jesus Christ. It's all about how powerful their, you know, horrible, horrible plot lines are with their, you know, stalking, gang-stalking monsters and serial killers. And, and, and it's just one after the other after the other. Even some of the movies like, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien, the <laughs> That one was uh, directed by um, a horror film, a guy that his whole background was horror film. If J.R.R. Tolkien was alive, he would be totally upset about that. He didn't think his work belonged even on the stage, more or less the screen. So he wanted, you know, the imagination to work rather than just having somebody dish it out to you, which is exactly what happens um, when people are watching that stuff. So um, anyway, if you, you want to learn more about that, you know, you can find it on the Internet without too much problem. Um, I spent uh, decades with zero understanding that I was SRA. I had no clue that I was being stalked by the occult. And I just want to take this moment to thank the Lord for his faithfulness. He surely had my back. And this is really important. Um, when you're being stalked by the occult, they have supernatural devices, powers, demonic hookups, technologies of the fallen ones, eh? the super soldiers. And I, I know, Johnny, your audience is very familiar with all this. And I'm going to tell you right now, child of God, you don't need any of that. You have been given the authority of the kingdom of heaven because you belong to Jesus Christ. Authority, you don't need all that. Your authority carries a lot of, a lot of weight, and I'm going to be getting to that in a minute. Because it happened just this, it just happened the other day. It happened this weekend, last weekend. So, you know, um, while we're on that, uh, here recently... And I know your audience knows about these individuals, they're targeted individuals, and I've been a TI for decades myself, and I can tell you for a fact, this is a very real phenomenon, but they're not being stalked in just, you know, at ground zero, you know, planet Earth. They're being stalked in the spirit, and I have images, I've put them on my blog, which, by the way, I'm going to give you my blog address. It's Realms of Hope at WordPress.com. So it's Realms, R-E-A-L-M-S of Hope at WordPress.com. Anyway, so um, these targeted individuals, I've, I've gotten to meet some here recently on Twitter, and a lot of them think that this is a, a human you know, somehow it's the military, and it very well could be, but I do not believe the world is run by humans. And, and anybody that's listened to me long enough, you know that I, I, I believe that we are being run by, you know, fallen angels and Nephilim. And, and However, 
there's plenty of sellouts that are human and uh, that are willing to assist them for temporary money and fame and power, you know, like celebrities. I think a lot of the targeted individuals, as a matter of fact, I've never met one that wasn't, love the Lord. They all understand the power of prayer. So, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because if you are a believer and you are making a difference um, to the kingdom of heaven, chances are eventually you will be targeted by Satan and his minions. Now, what I hear a lot of is, oh, I'm just too powerful for that. Really? Was Paul too powerful to be stoned and flogged and Peter too powerful to be hung upside down? Who do we think we are? American Christians, <laughs> you know, it's a whole different story in other countries, but American Christians were spoiled. And therefore, I believe that judgment begins in the house of the Lord and um What's going to end up happening is uh, people are going to find out in a big hurry that they better mean what they say because they will not be able to overcome unless they're walking with the Lord. So for years, I was targeted by covens all over the United States. I'm not exactly sure the reason for that, but every day they would drive past my little remote country home, dropping all manners of things in my yard. And I want to talk about that for a minute because when this was happening to me, I didn't understand what this was. (laughs) I was asking people that knew less than I did if they had ever seen anything like this. There would be grocery bags of stuff, little pieces of paper and aluminum foil and sometimes dust and and just weird stuff. Um, there were sometimes there would be bones. I could identify bones. And they were all manner of bones, chicken bones, turtle shells, some that I'm not too sure of were human or not. I know there were animal bones in there. Um, there would be powders. There would be fur. I even went so far to steal my animals, kill them, and throw them back in my yard. The license plates when these people would go past my house dropping stuff in my yard or from almost every state in the union. That's why I believe that they were coming from every coven. <laughs> that, 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 and I don't know why. I still don't know why. The only thing I can figure is that I must have been some kind of juicy tidbit. I mean, I love the Lord, and I was fighting back. So in spite of the suffering of being targeting, and, and, and yes, being targeted is really painful. They target you so you can't sleep at night. They're vibrating your body. I still get this. I've just learned how to shut it out and go to sleep anyway. And that's what happens after you've been through it for decades. Uh, you know, your hair falls out and gets sores all over your body from the constant, you know, barrage of various frequencies like electromagnetism and you know it's, I, I, I'm not even sure what they all are I just knew that the Lord told me it was called signet I didn't even know what that was it took me a while to figure it out it means signals technology signet so it can be all kinds of stuff and it comes off the weaponized cell phone towers and um, that sort of thing 
It comes off of the wind towers. It comes off of the cell phone towers. And, and now with the 5G, they can even mimic your brain waves. They can talk inside of your head with this kind of stuff. They can control your dreams with this kind of stuff. And I've been there. Not anymore. I still get some of their, their weapons. I still get their weird insects. But I know how to deal with it. And quite frankly, I think it's minute compared to what's coming. Anyway, so one of the things that I want to talk to you about tonight is something that the Lord showed me a few weeks ago. One of the things that these covens targeted me with is something called witch bottles. Now, what are witch bottles? Witch bottles are used in witchcraft and... Um, and when I was there dealing with it, I was constantly finding broken bottles and glass and things in my yard. I'd pick it all up. It'd be there the next day, but always different. I couldn't figure out what it was. Um, so you go looking on the Internet for what is this? And, of course, when you go on their sites, it's always something so wonderful like flowers and oil and crystals and all these things. And really, what are they doing with these bottles? They're gathering the souls of men to make them fly, as found in the book of Ezekiel 13:20. In other words, these witch bottles are soul catchers. They're small soul catchers. Oh, why, why were they doing that? I'll get to that in a minute. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I'm against your magic charms in which you ensnare people like birds. I will tear them from your arms. I will set free the people that you ensnare like birds. So... They're ensnaring um, soul fragments in these bottles. Well, he might, he might be yeah, right. Okay, well, how do they do that? Well, after years of cleaning the glass out of my yard every single day, and like I said, a few hours later, you know, there would be more. And I actually put a picture of some of this up on, on my blog of, you know, the glass and some of the other weird things that I found. Um, I found it all the time. So a few weeks ago I was in prayer and I had a vision of mason jars in front of a window. It was like maybe eight, nine, ten of them and they were lined up. Some had nuts and bolts. Some had nuts and bolts in like a jar of colored water. Some had some odd objects. I couldn't really figure it out. Some looked like there was diamonds or crystals or something in them. I, 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 what is this? And this is when the Lord starts talking. I knew right away that these were my parts and had been abducted by what I am now calling the soul eaters. Yes, this is very real. And the minions of Satan stalk the souls. Just like it says in the book of Ezekiel. They'll take a bite out of the soul and they will spit it in a jar and they will imprison that fragment like a firefly. They will then use this as a currency. The substance is similar to fabric, and I think that's what I saw in the one jar. I couldn't quite figure it out. And these are traded on the trading room floors of, of the second heaven beings that is mentioned in the book of Revelation. They're also traded in the dumbs. I called a friend after, you know, the Lord revealed this to me to get agreement. It's really important when you are dealing with things like this to get sisters and brothers around you to pray with you so important it doesn't get you just you've got to have the backup 
So we prayed, and immediately I saw two jars emptied out, and my parts came back. And over the next few days, I did this several times. They had captured parts of my soul. Now, what is the soul? Let's just go there. It's the mind, will, and emotions. So in, in some of them, they had pieces of my mental capacity. Since I've gotten these pieces back, my memory is, 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 is so much better. Um, will and emotions, the jars with the nuts and bolts and waters were both, and the waters, the different colored waters, were soul and spirit. And I asked the Lord to bring them all back. And as the days went on, I can feel the internal changes. Very good, very exhausting. And I've been sick for three weeks, and the last few weeks, the last few days have been very tough. Anyway, so um, one morning about 4 a.m., I woke up praying in my sleep, and I felt his presence in the room. And, and when his presence shows up, there is no mistaking it. For years, I was so afraid that I was going to get it mixed up with a demon, that I was going to think a demon was Jesus. And so I just negated anything woo. I <laughs> just, no, I didn't want it. You know, I just, I, I would rather just not. But I've now since um, come to understand when the Lord fills the room, there's no mistake. It's him. And he had me say three times, I did not deserve it. I still don't really know why he wanted me to say that. But I said it three times. I did not deserve it. And I could feel the Holy Spirit prompt me to say it. On the third time I said it, something broke. Uh, and I, I just, like, cracked. I, I don't really know how to explain it because it was internal. So I dry heaved. For a while. <laughs> so I, I, if you've um, ever dry heaved, you would, you would understand. It, it just feels like it's never going to stop. You were going to die right there. Anyway. But the last couple of them, I felt something come out of an area of my being. I didn't even know it existed. It was incredibly painful. And then I went back to sleep for an hour. The next day, my spirit was so light. The joy of the Lord was so present that day, I could hardly recognize myself. This is amazing considering the fight that I had this month that also included a horrible respiratory virus. And and this respiratory virus is like this. It hits you really hard for a few days, and then it backs off. You're all right. You feel like you're coming back around. You're healing up, and boom, it hits you again. So uh, this is my third week of it. So even with all that going on, and I still have it, it this, this, um, this lightness, this joy is there. And it's, it's amazing. It's just amazing. But over the next few days, headaches, and I'm not too sure if it was from the deliverance or the virus. But either way, these little improvements started to become very, very, very visible. The Lord says in Psalm 23, he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And so he, just on a pure act of his own, not even anything I knew to ask for, showed me in a vision and followed it up 
with a visit to bring me what the witches had stolen from my soul. Soul eaters are real. Your soul is currency. Never, ever, ever, ever sell your soul to the devil. <laughs> like so many of these celebrities have confessed. Your soul is priceless. It is beyond belief, precious. It's, there's just, there's, I don't even have words for it. But that is why they're stalking you. Now, one of the reasons that they can get at you is when you've been traumatized or distracted or drinking. Um, people that fight, you know, they, they get drunk every night. I had parents like this. They kind of let their ability to say no down. They kind of let their free will go on a vacation. So you got to be careful with these because they start they start chewing on you. So I did not know this until just recently. So um, anyway, uh, trauma, grief, anger, uh, marital discord, strife. Uh, fear all of those things leave us very vulnerable to the soul eaters so when we're going through a hard time I'm certainly not suggesting to anybody that you can never have you know pain or grief or or anything like that I'm certainly not suggesting that because we all do it we all have you know this um, spectrum of emotion that has been given to us by God and it's a marvelous thing but I'm talking about deep wounding, deep trauma, and that sort of thing. Um, physical trauma is another place that they can get at you. You've been in a terrible car accident and you don't really get beat up, but the next day you're sore from head to toe. You've got to ask yourself why. I mean, they, they have all these explanations, but I don't know if I believe any of the official stories anymore because so far about at least 95% of them have proved to be an out-and-out lie with a couple drops of truth in it. So it's pretty tough for us that are awake walking around. We just never know. It's, we, we know the official stories are most likely um, BS. And we're not too sure. We can't quite get there. We don't know. We don't really have all the proof. But we have the scripture, and that's where our truth is. Our truth is in the Holy Scriptures. And I do not know how people that call themselves awake and aware but do not lean into the scriptures for truth, I don't know how they're navigating their life. So anyway, um, there's that. So as long as we're on the subject of warfare... I'm going to bring up something that happened just this past week, and I want to kind of make everybody aware that I believe that this is um, coming, and uh, it's probably going to become more extreme. I do believe the Lord allowed me to experience it because he wanted me to talk about it tonight. So this past Sunday, I have a special needs daughter, and anybody that has a special needs child in their life know that... Um, as parents to children like this, we are subject to meltdowns from time to time. Now, my daughter very seldom does this. I mean, the last time we had one was almost a year ago. Um, so this happened um, on Sunday. 
So what do you do? Well, you do the same thing with them that, that you do with infants. You put them in the car and drive them around. I'm kind of laughing. I can't believe I'm still doing this. Forty years later, here she is still driving kids around in the car. But anyway, so I'm driving driving her around, and she settles down. So I, I want to take her to a restaurant because, it's you know, we haven't eaten because of all the all the tears and all the stuff. So we go into a restaurant, and as we're eating, all of a sudden I feel the hair go up in the back of my neck. And I look up, and diagonal to me is a, I don't know what, how to say this without sounding bad, because I really don't think anything one way or another, but I might as well just call it for what it is, it was a Latino man who did not speak English, staring at me with total hatred. He was there with a woman and a boy who looked nothing like him or the woman. He was dressed in jeans and T-shirt, you know, just regular, you know, hanging out kind of clothes. But she was dressed in a very expensive dress that just seemed out of place for the type of restaurant it was. It was a Chinese buffet. It was the only one that was open. And so that's where we went. Around here on a Sunday, most of your restaurants aren't open. That was the only one that was. Anyway. So I wait for a while just saying, well, maybe he's looking for somebody, maybe this. I'm making every excuse in the book. And, and, but I, you just can't mistake the hatred on his face. And so you know, I'm just getting more and more uncomfortable because this went on for a while. This went on for, for quite, I, I want to say at least five, ten minutes at this point. So eventually I decide that I'm going to try to disarm him with being friendly, and I wave at him. He does not flinch. Cat an eyelash. So now I have a mannequin giving me the evil eye. I, I just want to have lunch. I mean, I, I don't understand this, but I do know that I have this growing, creepy feeling that's coming all over. So uh, this goes on for probably at least 15 minutes before I asked the Lord what was happening. Clearly, in my spirit, I hear Santeria Warlock, which is Santeria is voodoo. But it's um, more of the, it's spread throughout the Spanish um, empire, you know, many, you know, several hundred years ago. But anyway, it is, it all goes back to Africa, but it is like voodoo. So I realized I, I need to do warfare and I need to do it fast. And so I start silently praying against what he is doing. And I look back up and immediately he breaks the stair and quickly goes down on his phone and he's seriously texting. Without looking up from his phone, they get up as a unit and they leave, clearly making a point of not looking at me again. Okay, that was weird. All right. I get home. I I don't know how to say this um, tactfully, but when I get home, um, I had distinct soreness uh, in my lady parts that uh, I didn't even use the bathroom there. So that didn't make any sense. It dissipated. You know, I continued to pray and that pain left. So I don't really know what he was doing, but I know it was something. I get home. My oldest daughter calls me. Now she lives about an hour and a half south from me. Get this. At the very same time, this man was doing his evil eye staring at me. There was what she called an illegal peeping in her windows. She 
followed the police, and the police got a hold of them. Well, what they did was they, they, you know, they ran out of her, her yard, jumped in their van, and they went down the street, and she gave the um, license plate, but they, for whatever reason, parked right down the street where she could see them. Well, the police came, and, you know, I, I, she said they were there for a really, really long time until an unmarked SUV came and picked them up. And I'm thinking maybe it's U.S. Immigration Services. I mean, I don't know. The next day, she is very sick. She gets locked out of her house, almost gets into a serious accident when a rock flies up and shatters her windshield to pieces. Not knowing that these two incidents were related, I had prayed the day before, thanking the Lord for her safety. But now after, you know, I get a phone call that afternoon, I go doing some very serious warfare over her, and the chaos immediately stopped. So now when I ask the Lord what was happening, he, again, is faithful to reveal it. What is happening here? is much larger than a few oddly connected incidences. I, I, for one, don't believe in coincidences, and I do not believe anything's random, and I just find this very, very odd that we have two that are doing weird things at the same time with both myself and my daughter. And she lives an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes away from me. So... I asked the Lord, I went and inquired, what is it? What he spoke to me was mind-bending. Over the course of the last two years, the present administration has allowed 2.5 illegal immigrants into the USA. And trust me, these are not our friends coming to find a better life here in America. What the Lord told me is these individuals come in already well-versed in voodoo and Santeria, but are also training in the dark arts under our present occultic military. And we've always had an occultic military. That's what happened to me in my background. My father was occultic military, so I don't have any problem with this. In a way, these are, um, well, they are. They're, they're, they're being released upon the public. We're unsuspecting. We don't you know, we want to do what? You know, what are we worried about? Well, this this is really happening. I believe the reason that man was furiously texting on his phone is that they get a text message that they are to start doing their their thing that they do, their santeria, their voodoo, whatever it is they do, their witchcraft. And in this case, I believe that man was doing something called an evil eye. And, you know, I was kind of joking about it earlier, but I went and looked it up. There really is an evil eye curse. And that's, that's what I was dealing with. Now, I don't want to say that. There's a piece of my brain that wants to completely disassociate from that and just think, well, there was kind of a creepy guy there, so what? They're everywhere. We are in a whole different time in America right now. Guys, we are in a completely different world than we were in 2007, even 2017. We are going into the darkest time that has ever been on the face of this earth. 
and we are a nation under judgment, and such things as these must come. If you read in Jeremiah, if you read in Lamentations, if you read in Isaiah, if you read in any of the Old Testament books, it will tell you exactly what the Lord does when he has been seriously angered with the infidelity of people that he died for. Uh, I just think about this for a minute. Let's just put it in human terms. He sent his son to die for humanity. And humanity pays him back by cheating on him with worthless idols and occultic ruin. And that is what makes him mad. And it makes him really, really, really mad. Now take a step back. And I know a lot of you guys are awake and aware, but take a step back and look carefully at the abortion. Just stop at that and think about how many infant sacrifices and body parts and, and you know, the hijacking of DNA to do God knows what, all the things that they have done, putting it in the vaccines, putting it in all, all these things. So there's just that. Then we move along. We move on to the human trafficking that this country, the government of this country and the governments of almost every country have been involved in for a very long time. How much longer before God says, I've had enough? And particularly when we have so many of them screaming for more. You know, we can just keep going down the line of all these things that are invoking, inciting the wrath of God upon this nation. And I'm going to even go for it's upon the entire planet. All right? It's not just this nation. But this nation was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. And, you know, say what you want about the conspiracy theories going along in the background. Yes, I know. I'm aware of all that. One of, the, one of the best books that you can read on this is an old one called The Unseen Hand, and it talks about the two views of history. You can either look at history as it just grows out of human um, failure, or you can look at it like it's all planned. I happen to be of the second group. Anyway, we are a nation under judgment. And um, Lamentation 5, here's another one. This is the one the Lord gave me today. Remember, Lord, what has happened to us? Look and see our disgrace. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers and our homes to foreigners. We have become fatherless and our mothers are widows. We must buy the water we drink, and that's coming. And actually... Most of us do pay a water bill. Our wood can be had at only a price. That means to heat your home and cook your food. Those who pursue us are at our heels, and we are weary and find no rest. We are submitted to Egypt and Assyria, which is Egypt and Babylon, to get enough bread. And, and I think what they're talking about here is inflation running amok. We have to submit ourselves to the Babylonians to get food. What happens when we go to grocery stores and buy all their processed garbage? Our ancestors sinned and are no more, and we bear their punishment. And that's the way the Lord does it. That's the way I see it. I'm not too sure why he does it that way, except when, you know, the forefathers sin, the wrath gets poured out in the children. 
I'm not sure why. It's just the way he does things. Slaves rule over us. And there is no one to free us from their hands. And what is ruling over us right now are slaves to sin. Slaves to Satan. Satan's slaves are ruling over this country right now. We get our bread at the risk of our lives. And that's coming because the sword in the desert. And that is talking about the demons and devils in the dry places. Our skin is hot as in an oven, feverish from hunger. Women have been violated in Zion. But I'm going to go ahead and say women have been violated all the way across the world. And virgins in the towns, pick one. They've been raped. They've been robbed. They've had that stolen. Princes have been hung up by their hands, and elders have been shown no respect. Um, you really want to get yourself upset? Look what they're doing to the elderly in these, these nursing homes. And they've been doing that for a long time. Young men toil at the millstone and boys stagger under loads of wood. In other words, the labor is harsh and hot and hard. The elders are gone from the city gate and young men have stopped the music because there's no reason for it anymore. Joy has gone from our hearts. Our dancing has turned to mourning and the crown has fallen from our head. Now, this is just one portion of one chapter. <laughs> Jeremiah, Isaiah, Isaiah it's, it's all this. And as you read it, just substitute the name America, Americans, Australia for Australians, England for the British, and, and you'll see that it fits. Because this is a, to me, it's a human thing. It's a universal thing. Yes, this is um, pointed at ancient Israel. But God is the same yesterday and today and forever. So it is his character and it is his nature. Punish when human beings are acting like devils because they've yoked themselves to them. What is happening here is ever so slow, and like Johnny said, it's because of the mercy of God. But the infrastructure is all being put in place. The enemy is advancing, and clearly our nation, and like I said earlier, is being destabilized, and it's only going to get worse. They're going to be letting the criminals out of the prison, and that is straight out of the French Revolution playbook, like I said earlier. They're, they're not even in Chicago. They, they're having a mini-purge. January 1, 2023, defund the police. That's part of the destabilization. And, and what kills me is they're using this word climate change. Well, the climate has changed. The wrath is beginning to appear on the horizon, and they're scared to death. So they're using climate change to get away with absolute murder. So that is their latest excuse. But that's not even the worst of it. Not the, <laughs> the weird warlocks and restaurants or trying to curse or break into my daughter's home. Or even the fact that, you know, the witches and the stuff they pulled, you know, a decade ago, they got fined. And that's all bad. But that's personally bad. I think we're looking at a much worse bad. I think the whole illegal immigrant narrative has to do with something far worse 
than somebody from, let's say, Venezuela. It has something to do with something far, far worse. And on my blog, I think I found pictures of what it is, or at least a snapshot of something that belongs to it. About two weeks ago, um, I was putting my chickens to bed, and I heard a noise that was clearly not an animal, not a human. It was off. I rebuked it. The Lord rebuked you in Jesus' name. And then I understood. I could feel it. The hair again stood up on the back of my neck, and I knew I wasn't alone. I look up, and there's one of their big plasma ships that kind of was over my yard. I rebuked it, too. And then I I walked in my house to get my keys because I was going out to dinner that night. And as I walked out the door, I look up, and I see one of their starships. And about 100 feet off the ground. So I snap a few pics and go to dinner. Well, the next day I go looking at the pictures. And I could not believe what I saw. There is a huge, and I'm talking huge, structure that the only thing that I can relate it to is a body cell. Complete with chromosomes, DNA strand, and a nucleus. Now, I'm speculating, I understand, and this is the hypothesis, and I have no way of testing it to tell you it's a fact. All I can do is show you a picture. You, know, you, can, you can find fault if you want. I'm fine with that. All I did was take a picture. And, you know, the, the first picture, you know, was close enough, but the thing is a clear, you know, hexagon. And there's some other objects floating around around it. Um, but it was about 100 hundred feet off the ground hexagon shape and so the colors in the photograph were very very vivid the only thing that I could relate it to is perhaps iridescent maybe a hologram Uh, but at any rate when you zoomed in on that picture there's I kept staring at like what is that I've seen this before. What is that? I know I've seen it before and then, you know, flash back to my, you know, biology 101 in college and, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. And, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it looks like. So um, what I did was I put the pictures up there for you to decide for yourself. But here is the takeaway. If we need a super-duper microscope to see human chromosomes, you know, Just how large is this thing, if this is what I think it is, that this cell-like structure belongs to? This kind of defies the imagination. And if I'm not mistaken, I would say that this immigration invasion also is extending presently to our cosmic beings that despise humanity. And not only that, these beings are very hungry and do because to their unimaginable size will also have an insatiable, insatiable appetite. Just like in the days of Noah. They will we we just look like steak. 
So that was my month. And um, again, I'm usually early to the party with these things, and I get mocked and made fun of and called extremist and uh, tinfoil hat and, um, <laughs> you know, all kinds of things. And at this point, I really don't care. All I'm going to do is put in front of you the things that the Lord and I have worked through this month. And um, you know, just real quick, I am, I'll just go ahead and for those of you who don't know who I am, I am um, a now mostly healed uh, victim of SRA, DID, and military mind control projects. I've been abducted and taken off this planet more times than I care to admit. I've also been taken to the underground bases. I've been on their trains. I have seen what they do under there. I have been to their laboratories or facilities under the sea. Um, I have been to Sirius on more than one occasion. Um, they used me at Montauk. I was in the trip seat. They came really close to killing me on a regular basis. As a matter of fact, they killed a lot of children there because what they were doing was trying to separate the spirit from the body because that um, allows you to travel easier. And when they do that, they lose a lot when they just consider that a sacrifice to whatever being they're trying to get their information from. So um, Montauk also, you know, back in the 70s, they were working on broadcast mind control projects. Uh, they actually broadcast to command to, to, to phone a number over all of Manhattan. And, um, and they have giant antennas, you know, at the Montauk facility. And they actually had over 600 people call that number. So that was back in the 60s or the 70s that they were doing that. Um, they were using thought amplification mind interface on me as young as four and five. And they did this, you know, through um, reading. I was an avid reader. And as I was reading, they were taking notes. So all of this has led to the massive, massive technological mind control project, the social engineering um I mean, they they have gone out of their way to mar, to corrupt the image of God within the human being. They um, will settle for nothing less than 100%. The Lord told me that back in 2009. That's what Satan wants, all of it. And if he can't have all of it, he will kill it. And that's why so many people will be losing their head during the tribulation because they will refuse to bow down to him. So, um, yeah, mass mind control has been in the works for a very long time. You know, concurrent with Montauk, you had Laurel Canyon, where they were um, learning how to manipulate, you know, the masses through music and movies and that sort of thing. And, And they did a pretty good job of it. And meanwhile, they were working side by side, hand in glove with the off planet, under the planet species. To you know, you know, 
they got their hands on technologies that they didn't need that. I mean, it's so far beyond the imagination. But here's here's what you know the the devil's really good at. Well, you'll be the only one, President Eisenhower, that's privy to this technology. Meanwhile, they're over there in you know the USSR and these various. You're the only one, Gorbachev, that will get this technology. <laughs> so you see, they play both sides. So, you know, Eisenhower struck a deal with them, and this was back in the 50s, that they were allowed to experiment upon, you know, the population, but they couldn't remember it, that they would have to totally wipe their mind, and, and they have the ability to do that. You will see one of their ways they do that in, uh, what is that, the men in black, the flashy thing. They they really have that. Now, it doesn't, it's not a little pen thing like that, but, um, yeah, they they wipe your mind using light frequencies. So they weren't allowed to, and they weren't allowed to hurt anybody. At which point, (laughs) they kept breaking one treaty after another treaty after another treaty after another. I don't know how many they've broke at this point and meanwhile they were building space platforms and grabbing you know genetic material from people from you know their ovum their testes and most of the time the abductees had no idea they were being used in just an old-fashioned medieval ritual every time they were taken up in those ships and there really isn't a whole lot of difference, and they were stealing their genetic material because that is what they're after. Satan is creating and has been since the beginning a seed line for himself using the things that were already created because he can create nothing on his own. So he has to create from what's here. I think we we have a word for that now called reimagining things. Yes, um, yeah. So, um People that have been, I have been in abduction experiences where I have seen whole towns up there. Now, here's the problem. People do not totally forget ever because your body remembers. So these things that have happened to them lay in the outskirts of their mind, of their soul, of their emotions percolating, and it causes anxiety and depression and all these things that send them running back to the occult for their pharmaceuticals. Now, I am not putting down all medicine. I'm certainly not doing that. My mother's a nurse. But you can see how this works out really well for them. Uh, I was married. My first husband, I grew up with him. He had horrible, horrible anxiety. And they would try him on one thing after another thing. And when it didn't work, they'd tell him to take more. Just keep taking it. Keep, but I can't breathe. I'm, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. No, just keep taking it. As a matter of fact, we're going to up your dose. Anybody with two brain cells to rub together, no. No, I'm not going to keep taking something that feels like it's killing me. So the mind drugs industry, such as Prozac, which is just fluoride, and a lot of these substances, has exploded since the 70s. And one of them that I find incredibly, incredibly interesting is lithium. 
they started handing out lithium back in the late 70s, early 80s. Lithium is a battery. Oh, well, you can take it for manic depression. And then they use a DID person, Patty Duke, to push the narrative that lithium is really good for bipolar. Now they use this bipolar word as a catch-all for everything. Oh, your child is misbehaving in school. He's probably bipolar. Here, let's put him on whatever. And, oh, clonopin. Let's put him on a benzo drug because guess what? You're not going to be able to get him off, not without any kind of difficulty. Let's put him on Adderall, which increases the vibration of the body and makes it a lot easier for a walk-in. Which, by the way, I sometimes wonder about some of these people that are changing their, their gender into something else. They have a walk-in that might not have the same <laughs> um, sex that they got. No, I'm not making excuses. Please don't tell me. No, Elena, you're just making things. No. I have an altar that's a male altar. He's a child, but he was still male altar. So, you know, even those of us that were done the old-fashioned way with all this stuff, now they do it with light frequencies and sound frequencies and virtual reality at night. You know, some of these people having these these incredible training, war training sessions in their sleep are being trained. That's what they did to my son. That's why I'm aware of it. And they did it to him starting at about age four. And I didn't know any better back then. I went to the um, the, the pediatrician. Oh, he's in night terror. He's having night terrors. Don't wake him up. I looked at the guy and said, I'm waking him up. I'm not going to let him be tortured for another second. I rebuked it right then and there. You know, get off of him in Jesus' name. I didn't know any better. That's all I knew. And guess what? It worked. He woke up. So he was being subjected to virtual reality um, training. And seeing as they have all these, these technologies with electromagnetism, they can slice and dice the soul without any problem now. From a distance, from a satellite. They can even do it off planet. If they got a chunk of your DNA. DNA talks to DNA. There is no distance. There is no distance, DNA to DNA. That's why you can have a twin in New York City and another one in London. They've never met each other, and they, they have all these identical things that happen to them. There is no distance, and they know that. So now with all these technologies and various devices and, and pathogens, they were working in the 70s on pathogens coupled with microwaves to control the mind. Uh, the gut is a is a huge area of research for mind control, believe it or not. Um, yeah, that's why I think that day when I, I had all that horrible dry heaving, um, it came up on people like that because it was in the gut. And there's been times where I've had horrible pain in the gut and I got a headache from it. So somehow it's connected. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. All I can can, you know, do is, is tell you my experiences and the experiences that I um, have heard from others. And we're going to be seeing a lot more of this. And I also believe that we're seeing quite a bit of it in the political arena. 
the obvious playbook of the division between the political parties is another method of destabilization, and it's working. It's dividing whole families. <laughs> I mean, last Christmas there were whole families that would not allow their loved ones because, oh, for goodness sakes, they had the jab, they didn't have the jab, and blah, blah, blah. And, and so, you know, whole families are being ripped to shreds. Now, if you can destroy the family, you can destroy the, the world. And um, right now, marriages are under attack as never before. Um, I will probably be doing a blog on that um, this next few weeks. Um, I have discovered a spirit that is definitely being shed abroad over marriages, and it's causing a lot of problems. So I know that there are wonderful Christian marriages still, and, and God bless you, and Thank God for the strength you have in your marriage. But you are very rare. You are the exception. So, Johnny, um, I can keep going if you want. I guess I'll keep going. (laughs) Anyway, so um, the abductions also, they are implanting people. Now they're implanting people with all these various injections. And I'm not going to say it's just COVID. It's all of them. Now, the COVID is a little different because of the the Luciferese that's in it. it. They definitely have a way of scanning for it. Some of these international airports, you know, they've been trying to hand them fake cards saying that they've been vaccinated and they have a scanner. Nope, your card's fake, you know, out. So yeah, that, those days are, are coming upon us as well. Um, we have, those of us that have gone there, have dared to go there, um, have seen what they're growing in people's bodies with some of this nanotech. They actually look like they're growing a whole new venous structure inside of people's veins. There's some kind of insert sleeve that is growing in people's, and the blood clots are not even like clots. They're like a material. And you, you can find that on Telegram, too, um, if, you, if you, you know, care to go look. Um, so I do believe that uh, the whole uh, jab is a transhumanism uh, agenda where they're actually... Um, creating for themselves a slave race. And they've always done that. It's not new. It says in the book of Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. There isn't. Uh, There's actually writing somewhere that, uh, something about Ben Franklin and microwaves. I haven't really looked into it, but maybe I might go ahead and try to do that, you know, over the weekend. Um, So uh, there's just nothing new under the sun. And these technologies... um, they stole, I believe, one of the uh, books of the Apocrypha, call it The Worthless Things of, of Heaven. They got a hold of the worthless things. But we have something that's not worthless. We have authority. We have the authority that we are ambassadors for Christ, those of us that serve God. Or ambassadors, and just like I saw that man drop 
in the restaurant, whatever it was he was doing, and I didn't even have to say it out loud. I just said it quietly in my mind. That is the power, the name of Jesus, that if you belong to him, you have the right, and I'll take it, the responsibility to use your authority responsibility with responsibility. I'm not talking just randomly going around and engaging in second heaven warfare, but when the second heaven warfare breaks out against you, you have the authority. You have the authority against it. Now, we do not rejoice in that authority. I'm very glad for it, but my my heart is with the Lord, not with with that. I love him with all my heart. I, 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 that's to me. That's that's it. Now these other things that come along. He's given me a way to fight back, and he's given it to each of us. And one of the things the devil is doing right now is he's trying to wear the saints down. You know, the Bible says he comes to wear out the saints, and we are getting worn out. We are getting worn out because it's, sometimes it just seems like we pray and pray and pray and pray and nothing changes. It feels like we live in a perpetual groundhog day. But I just want to encourage all of us, including myself, to hang in there. Our, great is our reward. I think part of our reward is based on how long we got to hang in there. I mean, I think that nothing is wasted in the kingdom and that if we hang in there and we, we don't get discouraged and we actively work in keeping our joy and our strength alive and active, and that only comes from connecting to your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that joy and that peace and that encouragement. And the devil is going to make it hard for you when you are grieving and sad and discouraged to hook up because you don't think he's listening. It, it, it's like, why am I here? What am I doing? What, what is this for? And, and this is exactly the wrong response. <laughs> it's exactly a human response, but it's the wrong one. So, again, you just keep pressing it, pressing it, pressing it, and I promise you, he will meet you. I, I, don't, I don't have it down. I, I still fight. I, I still have to fight. And there are times that it just seems like, the skies are like brass. He's just not listening. I haven't told him about a year ago. I'm just not talking to you anymore. Then 10 minutes later, I'm talking to him. But see, that is the enemy. That's when you know the enemy is pounding on you. And when the enemy's pounding on you, it's because you know that you've been effective somewhere. He's afraid of you. Or he wouldn't be wasting his time on you. <laughs> so hang in there. We have to hang in there. And it's hard. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm certainly not saying that. It, it's, it's, it's hard right now. And it's going to get harder. But I want the first bus out of here. Like Johnny calls it the barley harvest. I ordered several boxes of barley to remind myself in the morning. That's what I'm here to do is to, to, to make it there, to make it to the barley, make it to the Make it to breakfast to the barley harvest. So uh, this is this is what I think the name of the game is, is to hang in there and to survive until Shiloh comes. He's coming for us because we belong to him. So um, 
I get emails from some of you, and you're so discouraged. And I'd like to take a moment to pray about that before we hang up, Johnny. Because so many of us feel like we're living in this very odd Groundhog Day. And, and there's even sometimes they'll say, can we just get it over with? Can we, just, can we just get this over with? I have no idea what I'm asking. And uh, earlier this month, I saw a movie called Threads. It's a BBC film that was done in the late 70s, and it's about the fallout of a nuclear war. And trust me, we don't want this to happen at all. So, yeah, can't we just get it over with? Well, that would be entirely up to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who has it all under control. He has every hair on your head numbered. He knows exactly how many seconds are in our lives. He knows exactly the day and the time he's going to send his son for us. We don't. We don't know any of those things. But we trust him, and that's the point. I think that is the substance that we need to survive until he comes for us. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I just come before your throne of grace and mercy and It is such a privilege to be before you, Lord. Thank you. Father, I, I want to lift up to you the discouraged hearts that are listening in right now. I know, I know, I know you're there, and I know what you're feeling because I feel it too. Father, I'm asking that you would personally visit those discouraged hearts with the Holy Spirit You promised us peace and joy when we come to know you. And, Father, that peace and joy is at a premium right now. But, Father, I am asking that you would just pour it out upon your people right now. Peace, joy, hope, and trust, and faith, because we need it. It's necessary, Lord. We need it. And, Father, I am asking you now in agreement with anybody that's listening that will agree with me, I'm in agreement with the Holy Spirit that this is going to happen. And I'm thanking you, Lord, for the strength to get through one more night and one more day, one day at a time until you come for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh Uh-oh. I think we had some technical difficulties. Well, okay, Johnny. Maybe I should keep talking. I don't know. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Am I still on? Yeah, I'm still on. All right. I'll just keep talking. Um, I don't know. What can I talk about? I mean, I don't know. Um... Well, all right, so I guess um, I will talk about, we can talk about what an abduction experience is like. I guess we can break that down if you'd like. I can, you know, maybe bring up a few memories that I have without getting into the gory details because I just don't. 
I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory.